Welcome to Words of Inspiration with Rev. James T. Brown, Jr., the lead pastor of Tabernacle of Worship. Let's join today's message in progress. Family, today we're continuing in our series, The Open Door. We're continuing in our series, The Open Door, and I want you to open your Bible with me to the book of James, to the book of James, James chapter 3. And we're going to actually begin at verse 13, James chapter 3 and verse 13. And here our text reads, it says, who is a man and who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom. But if ye have bitter envying and strife in your hearts, glory not and lie not against the truth. This wisdom descendeth not from above, but is earthly, sensual, devilish. For where envying and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to be entreated, full of mercy and good fruits, without partiality and without hypocrisy. And the fruit of righteousness is sown in peace of them that make peace, that make peace. Today we're speaking from the subject, nothing compares to it. Nothing compares to it. As we look at our text, we see that the primary focal point is around one concept. That concept is that of wisdom, is that of wisdom. And as we look at wisdom, there's a, there's a wonderful definition that Dr. Tony Evans provided us of wisdom. Here, I want to give it to you today. That definition says wisdom is the application of heavenly knowledge to earthly living. Let me read it again. Wisdom is the application of heavenly knowledge to earthly living. So in other words, wisdom helps us to take the knowledge that we see that we receive from on high and it helps us to live effectively in this earth realm, in this earth realm. I love how he he presented that and that actually, I believe, feeds us right into our lesson for today. Look back with me at verse 13. Let's start there. Again, it says, who is a wise man and endued with knowledge among you? Let him show out of a good conversation his works with meekness of wisdom, with meekness of wisdom. I want to share something that is important to note that, that this is actually telling us. What is it saying? You're saying, Pastor? It says this. One's wisdom is not based upon their advanced degrees or eloquent speech. It's not based upon how many degrees you hold, how many, how, how many schools you've attended how many programs you have certificates from. It's not based upon that. It's not based upon how well you can speak, how much of an orator you are. That's not what determines your wisdom. Your wisdom is shown by your conduct, by your conduct 
actions, and even your meekness. By your conduct, your actions, and even your meekness. Your meekness. We're going to dig into that and dive into that in just a few moments. But that's what it shows. That's what it really reflects your wisdom. That's what reflects your wisdom. So in other words, wise deeds are the proof of a wise life. Let me say that again. Wise deeds are the proof of a wise life. The proof of a wise life. So to obtain and to have knowledge is important. Please hear me. I, I'm not telling you to not get knowledge. You need to get knowledge. Get all you can and can all you get. Okay? Get knowledge. It's important. It's important to obtain knowledge. It is important to learn and gain knowledge. That is important. But let me be clear about something. Knowledge without wisdom is fruitless. Let me say it again. Knowledge without wisdom is fruitless. It's fruitless. Remember Solomon? Remember what Solomon shared with us in Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 7? He said these words. He said, to get wisdom and with all thy getting, get understanding. Get understanding. I need somebody to type in chat. Get wisdom. Get wisdom in all thy getting, then you get understanding. It's important to get wisdom. In fact, before that, I believe around verse 5, Solomon said, wisdom is what? The principal thing. It's the principal thing that you need to pursue, that you need to understand, that you need to attain. You need to make sure that you're getting wisdom. Get wisdom. You see, knowledge alone, knowledge alone, it may make you a very good or make you great at trivia night. But, but wisdom, but, but you really need wisdom to help you to apply it. Listen, somebody that knows everything, when you, when you're fake, when you have a trivia game going on and you're paired up as teams, you're like, Ooh, I want him. I want her. They're like a walking thesaurus. Like, Please come over here. They know exactly how far the earth is from Saturn. They know how, to, well, how many rings are around Saturn. They know the temperature. They know how far it is to Neptune. They know all of that stuff. They know the, the, how the, how the seas rise and fall. They know about the seven wonders of the world. They know all that stuff. But listen, if you don't have have wisdom to actually apply that you won't know how to come into your house out of the rain you simply know that it's raining <laughs> you know the temperature of the rain you know that it makes you wet but will you know and understand that you need to get out of it you see you need to have wisdom wisdom helps you to apply the knowledge it helps you to apply the knowledge also it's important that one is not watch this arrogant arrogant Listen, sometimes when you have a lot of knowledge, it's easy to get arrogant because you're thinking that that knowledge is worth something and has a great value and something that you want to hold on to, something that you should be celebrated about and celebrated for because of all the things that you know. You have to be careful, be careful, because it's, it's important that you do not get arrogant, but that you walk in gentleness. You walk in gentleness. It's important to understand that. And it's not only or it's not only important to reject. You've got to reject the feelings of arrogance. And it's important to not only reject the feelings of that arrogance. But watch, watch this. It's also important to manage your temper. Let me say that again. 
It's important for you to manage your temper. Pastor, I thought we were talking about wisdom. We are. We are. We're talking about wisdom, and it's important for you to manage your temper, for you, for me, for us to manage our temper. That's important. That's important. You see, a great display of wisdom is to prudently bridle our own anger, and watch this, and patiently bear the anger of others. Let me say that again. I know I just lost some of y'all in the room. Let me say it again. A great display of wisdom is to prudently, prudently, intentionally, intentionally bridle our own anger, put it under wraps, put it under wraps, hold it down, suppress your own anger and patiently bear the anger of others. Patiently bear the anger of others. Some of y'all say, wait a minute. No, 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 Pastor, I don't know if I can do that. I don't know if I can do that one right there. And see, right now, I realize that many don't want to hear this. I realize that, but it doesn't make it any less true. <laughs> Just because you don't want to hear it doesn't make it any less true. Let, let me help you. Let me help you. Is it okay if I help you with this? You see, never allow someone else's anger to cause you to lose your head. Don't, don't, don't allow that to happen. Don't, let, don't, don't make that happen. Don't allow their anger to cause you to lose your head, having you to react out of that anger, allowing them to influence or, watch this, take control of you. There's a saying that used to go this way. If you lose your anger, the devil knows how to find it. If you lose your anger, the devil knows how to find it. So you got to be careful and mindful that you do not do that because the person that causes you, that can influence you to move outside of what you know to do, now they have control over you. And you have to remember that. You have to remember that. You see, when you maintain your demeanor, when you maintain your demeanor, or in other words, you walk in meekness. You walk in meekness while others succumb to their anger and emotions. It presents, watch this, an opportunity for you. An opportunity for you. How is that, Pastor? It presents an opportunity for you to, number one, watch this, help them find peace in their situation. Help them find peace in the situation. That's the number one thing. That's number one. It helps you to do that. And then number two, watch this, to find a solution to the actual problem. It helps you to find peace and it helps you to help them find peace in the situation and then to actually find a solution to the problem, find a solution to the problem. So when people are sitting there, they're all upset and they're angry. And now you come in, they're angry at you and they're yelling at you and the other folks yelling. So you can either make a decision to say, okay, there can be the presence or the display of one fool in the room, or you can join in and it can look like two. <laughs> you have the choice. So you've got to be able to say, wait a minute, I can do this or I can help you. Listen, you can approach them and say, I, I hear what you're saying and I understand you believe you have a really good point. Notice you didn't say it was a really good point, but you let them know you're acknowledging the fact that that's how they feel. I know you, you feel as though you have a really good point. I understand. And I realize that you have, a, have you feel like you have a very, very valid point. But if we all can calm down and let's dig in here.
because we, we want to get you beyond how you feel right now. And let's actually get to a solution. Because now when you're able to do that, something happens that you did not anticipate. You see, sometimes you may be in a situation where you simply invited to have a seat at the table. You were just invited to be in there. But when you can notice these situations and not be drawn into it, but yet actually be able to speak to it, now you find yourself shifting from just a seat at the table to the head of the table. Here you can find yourself being promoted and uplifted when you're able to exercise meekness. You see, meekness is not weakness. It's not weakness at all. It's simply strength under control is strength under control when you're a meek person it doesn't mean you're allowing people to roll over you it means that you're simply taking the moment to sit back and to you to allow people to have their way but your brain is continually working your spirit is continually being active and you're seeking for solutions in this situation that's what meekness allows you to be able to do that's what it allows you to be able to do you see, when we are mild and calm, we are best able to watch this, hear reason, and best able to speak it. Let me say that again. When we are mild and calm, when we're mild and calm, we are best able to hear reason and to speak reason, to speak it. Listen, you can hear reason. Reason does not come from below reason comes from above and when you hear reason now you're able to speak it and declare it because you took time to be able to hear it because you're at a place of peace and a place of calmness a place of mildness and peace so simply put simply put wisdom produces meekness wisdom produces meekness and watch this and meekness increases wisdom Wisdom produces meekness and meekness increases wisdom. It increases wisdom. I need somebody to type in chat, be meek, be meek. Listen, I know some of you say, well, pastor, listen, I got a loud personality and that's just how I am. I just like to pop off. That's just how I am. I just roll like that. Okay, calm down, calm down. <laughs> I realize how you roll, but that doesn't mean that you don't need to take time to calm down and listen first before you speak. That's why God gave you two ears and one mouth. Because as you take the time to listen, you'll begin hearing things that you never would have heard before if you were busy talking. You've got to learn to be meek, be meek, and, and be able to hear. And when you can hear reason, you can speak reason. Thank you for listening to today's message. We pray that it was a blessing to you. If you're in the metro Atlanta area, we invite you to join us for our regularly scheduled services at Tabernacle of Worship. You will also be able to get this entire message. Please feel free to visit our website at www.taboworship.org. That's www.taboworship.org for more information.